Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, weather-wise, partly sunny today. Some wildfire smoke is possible. And we'll see a high around 85. Right now, 64 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Let's start this hour's e-news with... Oh, I guess we could do Taylor Swift. The one and only Jeff, Taylor Swift. You know, she came here, and I'll tell you what, it was just an absolute blast when we had her in town. It was wonderful. Well, she is uh, kicked off. She's getting ready to kick off tomorrow night. She has one, two, three, four, five consecutive shows at SoFi Stadium. Must be nice. Yep, and that's the end of the Eras Tour as far as the North American leg is is kind of considered. And then she goes overseas starting in February of next year. Oh, she's going to take a little break? Then. She's going to take a little break. She's going to take, you know, however many months off, and then she's going to kick it off, I think, in Japan. But um, she has started to kind of give out the bonuses, you know, because she's making – She's going to make like a billion dollars this year just on this one tour. Crazy. And I heard her merch truck alone brings in like a million dollars a day. Yeah. Just the merch truck. It is interesting watching these other cities, you know, that that have Taylor Swift moving through. You know, you know, we pick up these news feeds from all over the country and we were kind of watching like when she was in in the Boston area before she came to Cincinnati. And then she went on, I think, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And now she's in Los Angeles. And and watching the local news coverage, every time she she hits a city, it's, this, it's that same level of excitement that we had. And it's just kind oh, of yeah. fun to watch. It is fun to watch. You know what else is fun to watch? Her give out the bonuses. She has 50 truck drivers who haul her equipment from place to place, just like you were saying. And she hooked them up. She gave them a $100,000 bonus. Wow. Each driver. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Surprise. I know. I wonder if she'll pay the taxes on it for him, too. That's very generous. Oh, my gosh. So generous. Now, I heard it's not just the truck drivers. Yeah, it's a lot of other people that work on the tour. The dancers, the roadies, Mm -hmm. the sound technicians, the caterers, among others, each scorn about the same, about $100,000. Isn't that incredible? Meanwhile, Lizzo is being sued for allegedly mistreating her backup dancers, and we'll have the story on that coming up as your e-news continues next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. 
or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Check your email today. <laughs> you hear that right. little ding. All right, Gwyneth, she is putting her guest house at her home in Montecito, California on Airbnb, and it comes with Gwyneth Paltrow. This what? Is, I know. This is so crazy. You might you might be somebody that actually knows somebody and or has enough money to do this. You can actually rent out her place and have dinner with Gwyneth and her husband, Brad Falchuk, in their wine room. You even get to pick out your own bottle of wine, Jeff. I want to do that. I do think it would be fun, although I, I think I would have to eat before I go, just so if I eat while I'm there, I'll feel full, because I don't really... Foresee you eating a lot of good stuff. Probably, yeah. She's. I mean, you're going to eat all good stuff, food. but you're not going to have any sort of like steak. I think you're going to do a lot of smoothies. Mm, here's some lemongrass. Yeah, everything she's grown in her backyard. Okay. So the booking doesn't even start until August the fifteenth, and we have no idea what the price is going to be. And of course, you know it's not going to be cheap. So obviously, this is for rich people. Like, it's not a contest that I can enter. No, you can't buy like a five dollar ticket and get entered to win. Oh. You're gonna have to win the new mega millions, mega billions. Actually, I know a lot of people find her annoying, but I, I kind of enjoy that. Some people really, really are into her. I mean, it's not my lifestyle. I'm not like a big goop, a wellness ish person. I'm not exactly the the target market for this company, but mm-hmm. oh. Be a story to tell. Oh, my gosh, for sure. But you also, that's the, you know, you get that. You get a spa day with Gwyneth, a guided meditation. You also get uh, valuable techniques and an abundance of goop products to continue the journey towards your emotional health. I'd give them all to stay. Jen. See, and that's Here's what I be- got, Jen. It's all You can have it. I'm never going <laughs> to use this stuff. She would love it. That stuff's expensive. Jen and I have looked at the Goop website a lot because she always puts out her holiday list. Right. You know, it's Gwyneth's favorite things. And Jen and I always look at that. And she's actually purchased a couple of things for you and Tim from there, I think, and herself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's pretty expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, the candles. The candles. I can't remember what Those else Those are nice candles, saying. actually. Well, and the weird thing is, is it just one overnight stay? Because it feels like so. if you're going to do a spa day and meditation and you get all the products, you know, you just have dinner and spend the night and then you leave. Right. I think this should be like a long weekend. Like you get a little four day or. Yeah, let's do a long weekend. It's like going to Sedona, going to one of those spa places. Oh, that'd be nice. I love Sedona. on the last day you get to hang out with Gwyneth. I have been to Sedona. I have not. That's magical. I want to go. I want to go to that. What is it called? Miraval, Mira something. Yeah, that I have. Oprah I, went to. Yeah, I haven't been there, but there's a a place called. Help me with my French. La La Berge. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. That was really nice. Mm. And they have and, and they have all different rooms. Like you, you can get one with a Red Rocks view, oh, or nice. you can get one that's like kind of in the forest with uh, amongst this, like around this babbling brook. And oh, just nice. the, the whole atmosphere and the food's really good. Really nice. I like Sedona. Maybe one day. I'll put it on the list. Probably a little hot there right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Meanwhile, mortality, strangely enough, is a theme in the new Barbie movie. So maybe it's not that odd that people are join- that people are choosing to be buried in pink Barbie-themed caskets. The Olivares Funeral Home in Mexico is offering them as a way for people to, quote, rest like Barbie. 
And apparently this is catching on elsewhere in Mexico, as well as other Latin American countries like El Salvador. I mean, I think being buried in a pink casket sounds nice. I think I would be into this. And you like you like the color pink, regardless oh, yeah. of Barbie. When I was a kid, that was my favorite color. Like, my walls were hot pink. Like, almost like Barbie hot pink when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would glow. You could see it from the sidewalk in Covington, like if our if my light was on. Can you prepay? Like I know you can you can purchase your burial plot ahead of time. Oh, but, maybe. You know, what about the casket and everything else? Can you pre purchase that? And if so, where do you keep it? I was gonna say probably in your basement. In your but I'm thinking too, what an opportunity for the Batesville casket company. Right. You know, yeah. they're not too far from here. This is something they should totally be hopping on board with because a lot of people I think would be into this. Saving this for later. all right well lizzo this is kind of a very sad story i hate hearing this but she is being accused of mistreating her backup dancers and that includes supposedly uh weight shaming them and i don't know if you saw this show or not jeff she did a show called watch out for the big girls and that was a show where she ended up finding some of her backup dancers like on for her tour she found them found them through this show and so we're hearing that a couple of members of from that place are actually going to sue her for damages and be, because of Lizzo's behavior. Two of the women were fired by Lizzo. A third woman ended up quitting. All of the complaints, uh, this is not very good. It looks like Lizzo took them to a live sex show in Amsterdam, and they're saying that she forced them to interact with some of the performers in sexually explicit ways. Oh. Yeah. They're saying that Lizzo was super demanding, demeaning, demoralizing to the point that one of the women almost, she peed herself because she was afraid to go to the bathroom. Oh, wow. They're saying that Lizzo uh, wouldn't allow them to do any sort of side jobs or take on any extra money when she had pauses during the tour. So the only money they got was from Lizzo. Hmm. And a couple of Lizzo's former employees who are not a part of the lawsuit are saying that uh, all of this stuff is true. Really? Yeah. So we'll see about that. I don't hate hearing that because I just super, super, super like her. It's disappointing. And I hope none of that's true. Let's hope it's not. And if it is true that she cuts the crap. Yeah. And owns it it and and learns something from that. So BuzzFeed put together a list of the most unusual things that celebrities have in their homes. And here are some of the highlights. Cheryl Crow has traditional death masks that were created after the person passed away, including... Former presidents William McKinley and William Howard Taft. What does that mean, death mask? I don't I don't understand. <laughs> don't either. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., his house itself is a converted 19th century windmill. Now that sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That does sound really cool. Um I so I visited a windmill in the Netherlands, and it was it was a historical museum kind of that they allow you to sort of walk through the inside of the of the windmill and and there was a little house inside of it oh, that's it neat. was bigger than you you might imagine and it had multiple levels did it have windows it did have windows oh, okay. yeah that's it wasn't cool. super spacious obviously but yeah i mean and they they did exist they do exist rain wilson has a pig farm and barn and collectible gas station art Including Mobile's old, a very old logo that Mobile used to have of uh, Pegasus, used to be oh. part of their 
um, part, part of their, their logo. logo. Yeah. That used to be the thing that I would always say that I wanted for my birthday when I was a little kid, too. They would say, what do you want for your birthday? And I would say, I want a flying horse. Yeah. Who doesn't? Neil Patrick Harris has a stretch portrait from Disney's Haunted Mansion ride. It's the man in the striped boxers that's standing on dynamite. Oh, and that's when you stretch it, it looks like it's looking at you, right? Isn't that the point of the stretch photo? I believe so. That's kind of creepy, but cool. He also has a, a monkey bar that is basically taxidermy monkeys lined up. Ew, that's gross. Uh, Casey Musgraves has a joint from <laughs> Willie Nelson, and it's framed. Uh, RuPaul has a disco room that contains 26 disco balls. Oh, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Zed, the artist, has a Skittles dispenser that's the size of a vending machine. And what else? What else? What else? Uh, Carla Delevingne has a hidden vagina tunnel. I've heard that. What does that mean? <laughs> and SNL's Chloe Finman has a wig collection that she keeps in her oven. Do you have anything strange at your house like this? Like anything that you collect or anything that if people knew you owned it, they'd be like, whoa. Well, I would say that. I mean, the one thing that kind of stands out to people, like I thought about, you know, would it be like, the antique radio I have in the living room? No. Or the antique microphone? Not really. Mm-hmm. But I do have that Shepherd Fairy piece that was ripped out of the side of what is now the 21C downtown. Oh, it's concrete too. Isn't it like really heavy? Yeah. So the artist, the Shepherd Fairy, he came to town and, you know, he put up all these murals at different spots around the community and one of them was on the building that is now the 21C Hotel, but this was before it was the 21C. It's right next to the Contemporary Arts Center. And when it came time for them to build the 21C, they basically sectioned off pieces of that mural and preserved it. And it sat in like a basement at the Contemporary Arts Center. And they started uh, basically auctioning them off. And I was the lucky recipient of one of them which is pretty cool but it really is i mean it's it's a slab of concrete with andre the giant's image on it how do where do you put like how do you even hang that you can't just put it on the wall i had to hire a professional guy that knows how to hang the art hang really heavy stuff like that yeah. with the right reinforcements and stuff so it sort of stands out but i'm a fan of shepherd fairy and it you know it does kind of, it doesn't really match for the rest of the decor in the house but yeah, but I think it's cool that you have that kind of piece of art. Yeah, I like it. It's neat. I think it's pretty cool. And I have a, and I have a photo, an old photo of when it was all intact on the side of that building back in the day. Oh, but the other thing of note is that Shepard Ferry came back to Cincinnati in 2010 and he signed all of those sections, all those pieces. Oh, so you have a signed original Shepard's Ferry. That's cool. Yeah, do you hang neat. the uh what it looked like next to it just so people can kind of understand? No, I I intended to have like a little framed photo yeah, yeah. of what it where it was before and I got the photos printed up and I I never did. Put it on the to-do list. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there's a survey going around. They asked 2,000 people, who is your favorite family TV from America? Who's your America? My favorite TV family? Yeah, your favorite TV family. Oh. 
Did you have anyone to say? The Modern Family family. Oh, the Pritchards? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. So let's just do the top 10. Coming in at number 10, the Banks family from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The Braverman family from Parenthood, followed by the Tanner family from Full House. The Taylor family from um, Home Improvement. The Barone family from Everybody Loves Raymond. They were pretty good. I really liked um, his mom and the dad. The mom and dad, yeah. Yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, the Adams family from the Adams family. So that's the old school Adams family. Okay. The one that was black and white. Right. Um, the Bundy family from Married with Children. The Brady Bunch family came in at number three, which I'm surprised you didn't say them because I feel like they pretty much raised you a little bit. They did kind of, but it was so Carol long and ago. Mike. Million yeah. years ago. And number two, The Simpsons coming in from, you know, The Simpsons. And then the number one favorite family, The Adams Family from Wednesday. Oh. Which is a bit odd. I, I haven't mean, seen that show yet. I haven't either, but I guess people really, really love that show, and that's their new favorite family. All right. Uh, real quick, the man who pulled his car out in front of actor Treat Williams' motorcycle in Vermont back in June is now facing a charge of grossly negligent operation with death. That's how the charge reads. Ryan M. Cost voluntarily met with police where he was processed and released. He's due back in court on September 25th. Vermont State Police say that actor Treat Williams died of severe trauma and blood loss when Cost made a left turn directly into the path of Williams' bike, and they wow. collided. Williams was 71 years old. That is your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Coney Island, where Natalie Jones is going to be this Sunday, August 6th, for Sunburner Sunday. So we'll get you set up with that straight ahead. But first, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. All right, Lene, here are the three headlines. Two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You're going swimming at Coney Island with Natalie on Sunday. Is the real headline A, a guy in a help me out t-shirt was arrested for stealing cats. Is it B, a guy got 40 years for escaping prison just months before he was set to be released? Or is it C, a guy was arrested for throwing donuts at a group of cops? I'm going to go with C. It's actually B, the guy uh, that got 40 years in jail for escaping prison. Uh, yeah, some people can spend their time in prison working to change the trajectory of their lives, and others just don't seem to get it. Mm-hmm. 21-year-old man... In Mississippi. 21? 21. Oh, man. Yeah, he escaped from a correctional facility last August. He was doing a seven-year sentence for aggravated assault, but he was expected to be released last December. You're almost home free. Yeah. Well, he escaped, 
And after he fled the prison, he broke into a nearby home and held three people at gunpoint for hours. Then he stole a car from one of the hostages and crashed it. The police later found him hiding in a trash can and rearrested him. So what did he do? He broke out a few months before he was going to get out anyway. And now he's sentenced to 40 years in state prison. 40 years, man. That's a long time. That's crazy. All right, 15 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up next, a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Paul is looking for a second date update today with a lady named Gia. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, I'm okay. It's good talking to you. Good to talk to you. And we're going to try to help you out and get a second date. Oh, that'd be great. We like satisfied customers. We do, and we're about due. It's been a bit, mm-hmm. I think, since we had a pair go out again. Right. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Gia, and how did the first date go? We'll go from there. So I met her on Tinder, like many other people, <laughs> and uh, we ended up going out twice, met up for coffee on a Wednesday. Then uh, we actually went out for dinner and drinks on Saturday. Oh, so the coffee went well. It was great. I mean, we just both ordered fraps and, you know, it was just a, it was just a nice, a nice time, okay. you know, and I, I thought I hit it out of the park. I took her to Pep and Dolores, nice. we drank wine, we talked, we shared some stories. We did it all, really. It's definitely a romantic feel there. Yeah. Like, I really thought that she was into me. I mean, it was almost obvious. And uh, she told me to take her to my place. So I did. And we just had a really good night. Take me to your place. <laughs> Take me to bed or lose me forever. Did she do one of those? Don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> okay, so she invited herself to your place. She went back to your place, and how did that go? Well, she was there for a few hours, and uh, I have dogs, so she couldn't really stay the night. She was a little weird about it. But uh, when she left, she hugged and kissed me goodbye. Okay. Does she have and, a thing uh, about dogs? Does I, she not like dogs? Or is she allergic? Or do you ever really rambunctious dogs? You know, I dogs? really don't know. My dogs are pretty big, so they can get aggressive at times. But, I mean, they're they're doll babies. They're not going to hurt anyone. It's just, you know. So when you say aggressive, just kind of more along the lines of they're too big, they don't know their own size, and they get a little, you know, they want to sit on your lap even though they weigh 120 pounds? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. They just want to play. Okay, now, so they're they, not mean. Are they, like, bed dogs? They come in bed with you? Yeah. They're not going to tear their skin off or or anything like that. It's not like that. No, but if you're not a dog person, like I've never, until I had a dog, I was completely freaked out about catching parasites from them. Oh, (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, yeah. See, I'm not a super dog person either, but if they're in the bed, like I'm, I always wonder like how clean are the dogs that are in the bed with you? Yeah. You know, like some of them are eating poop. Some of them are walking in poop. Yep. You're taking the words out of my mouth. That's always a big thing for me. Yeah, but I got used to it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the big part about having a dog, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I told her I'd call her, and she said it'd be great, and now I have no idea why she's not texting me back. 
Yeah, did it feel weird when she was leaving at the end? Did it feel awkward or feel different than it did before she came over? Not really. Well, I guess that's good. Not that I can think of. I'm just wondering if if it's the dogs that put her off. Like, nothing against you, but maybe she's not a dog person and she just felt like they were too big or too active or too whatever and just felt like she couldn't deal. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I really Mm. don't know. All right, I'm just speculating. Yeah. Anything else you think we need to know that would be pertinent or important before we take the break? Not really. All right. I mean, I even carried breath spray with me, so can't be that. (laughs) We know it's not your breath, then. Not my breath. Then we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Gia and see what she thought of Paul and her date with him as Second Date Update continues. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, Paul met Gia on Tinder. They actually went out on two days. They had coffee on a Wednesday, dinner on a Saturday, and it was a nice dinner. Wine, good food, Pep and Dolores, OTR. Back to his place after at her urging, went back to his place. While she didn't spend the night, I take it you guys had a good time? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Paul's got a couple of big dogs that tend to be lovable but rambunctious, a little active. I don't know if that had anything to do with putting her off. She doesn't sound like a dog person, or at least that was the vibe Paul got. Am I wrong? They're definitely not going to maul anyone. Right, but would she have stayed the night if you didn't have dogs? You seem to think that she left because of the dogs. Is that right, Paul? That's right. Having said that, nothing else felt weird or awkward? You can't think of anything that might have... No, I thought we were getting along well. Yeah. All right, well, let's call her and see what she has to say. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Gia? Yes, speaking. Hey, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Good. Good. You regular listener of our show? Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You ever win anything on our show? Did I win something? Well, nothing yet. We'd like to send you to dinner, though, if this goes well. Yeah. Yes. We're, oh, my God. Okay. We're hoping if this goes well, we can send you out to a free dinner. But first, we got to yeah. talk about Paul, your date with Paul. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh-oh. This has to do with Paul? Yes. Paul called us. He said he had a fun date with you. Actually, two fun dates. You guys had coffee and dinner. And he had a great time, really enjoyed getting to know you. But thinking that maybe his dogs had something to do with you not sticking around that night. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not? He thought it was his dog. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God. Oh, he's not going to be happy that he did this. 
Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say I love dogs. Okay. Uh, so what happened then? It was the strangest sexual situation I think I ever found myself in. Tell me more. <laughs> oh, and we all just perked up. All right. So everything was going good until he took off his pants. Okay, this is, we're back at his house. So the coffee, all that was fine, okay? Everything leading up to the moment takes off his pants, at which point he introduces me to Big Bad Bart. To who? He introduces me to his um, member, yeah, Big Bad Bart. Big Bad Bart. Okay, I had to turn the speaker up. I, I like, thought what she is said he? barf at first. I was oh. like, what? That would big not be a Bart. good name. Well, they had a Big Bad Bart. Okay. I mean, I, if that's a better name, okay, I guess. I don't know. But then he asked if I'd shake his hand, Big Bad Bart, and <laughs> then says maybe I'd like to kiss him, Big, big Bad Bart, right? Oh. Big Bad Bart's yeah. nice to meet you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? At first I was like, all right, he's being silly and fun. We had a good night. So whatever, I'll go with it. So I did. But no, there was a lot more to come with a bag Bart. He talked to Bart the entire time. Give it to her, Bart. Oh, yeah, Bart. Nice work, Bart. You the man, Bart. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's like, Bart, she likes that. Keep it up, Bart. Oh, work God. it, Bart. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, it got graphic. I don't even know, like, the further we went, okay, the more Bart, you know, was working. And then I really don't even, I can't even say the rest on the radio. He was just, oh. Uh, it was, was a big conversation. Okay. Oh, my God. Just graphic. Drenching, okay? And it just, I just, I couldn't, it just, it couldn't end fast enough. And then Bart was finally finished. I will say that Bart had some stamina, so <laughs> it seems to last pretty long with Bart. Well, I got a lot of pep talk, so yeah. it's understandable. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because you see this in movies, like when it's younger guys who maybe, you know, don't last very long, and you'll see them go, think about baseball, think about baseball, think about baseball. Right. You know, that you try to distract yourself from what's going on so things don't end too quickly. So is there an internal dialogue that is happening at times in your life? No. <laughs> yeah, not usually. No. What about when they're talking to you kind of through their member? You know what I mean? Are you going to give her the big bad Bart? Give it to her, Bart. Give it, give it, give it. <laughs> like you separate yourself. From you your know, member. From your member. Like your member is 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 a team player. You know, he's, on the, he's not you, yeah, but he's no. your partner in all of this and... Yeah, to operate team. separately from you. Yeah, but do guys like all name their junk? That's no. weird too. No. Well, did Big Back Bart get the job done, or were you just like, get me out of here? Oh God! I mean, at that point, when he was finally finished, he told me to thank Bart for an oh, excellent God. performance. Okay, so it was just so weird and awkward and icky. That's just I don't I'm, I can't say more than that. I I, I, I mean I'm, that was unlike anything I've ever been a part of. That just I've sucks been told too. That I scream too loud. That's different. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. different. Oh, uh, that's weird. Well, I mean, you know, who am I to judge? Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. Everybody does. That's 
tray. Paul. <laughs> or would you prefer Bart? I don't. Who do you want us to talk to here? Do you want us to talk to you or Big Bad Bart? At the very least, you got to give me points for alliteration. It's just fun times. What we do behind closed doors is private for one. So, you know, I can't believe she brought it up here. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with this second date update. It's I, kind of like everything's fair game. Because if you want to know, and if you want to know what happened, and that's where it happened. I mean, if it was too weird, say something about it. But, you know, whatever. Mm. Thanks for the stamina compliment. I'll take that. Yeah, pass something. that along to Bart. There you go. Right. <laughs> well, he knows. Yeah. He's listening. I mean, has Big Bad Bart been around for a while? When did Big Bad Bart, when was he born? Is this something that yeah, how you started when you name? were a teenager or college age or... You know, it, what, what, where did he get his well, name? Well, we were always a little attached, but uh, the name itself didn't come till college days. And did someone else give him that name, or was that you? No, I just gave it to myself. It's no different than women calling their breath names and whatnot, so I just figured I'd... I don't know if I've ever known a woman that's named her breath. Same. I call them the girls. Have you? Other you refer than to the them other than yeah. the girls or the ladies, or... Yeah. So you ladies don't... Talk to your breasts when you're... Uh... No. 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 I don't think... I don't no. talk to them. Okay. Sorry didn't work out here, guys. No chance of a second date, but uh do appreciate you having the conversation, I guess. Yep. 100%. Yep. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate you uh, finding out what went wrong, and I guess Big Bad Bart is a bit of a menace. Yeah, tell Bart I send my best. No problem. Great. Okay, if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. 738, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And 64 degrees out there right now. You see a high of 85, a mix of sun and clouds. There is a possibility of some wildfire smoke. Making its way into the area this morning. And forecasters say that could be, it could become the norm. Something that uh, we may ultimately end up dealing with on a regular basis here pretty soon. It is Wednesday, the 2nd of August of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. And here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Does it feel to you like... People just cannot take a joke anymore. Yes. Or are we constantly offended now because more people joke about stuff that should be off limits? Yes. All of those things. I guess it depends on who the target is. A lot of people are very good at dishing it out, but they can't take it. Someone polled 6,000 Americans. And in general, we seem to think that people just can't take a joke these days, but it is a mixed bag. That feels like what the online, like when you see something on social media that's supposed to be a joke and it feels like it's a, a joke, it feels like sometimes those things get a lot of hate, especially certain memes. It depends on what it is. About 35% said that none of us can take a joke anymore. 22% think the real problem is a lot of those jokes are about off-color topics. Mm -hmm. And another third of people said both those things are true. 
68% think we're more likely to be offended than we were a decade ago. Only 12% said less likely. So what are the rules around cracking jokes in 2023? Well, almost half of us think it's not okay to joke about anything people might find offensive. Uh, even though young people are often called snowflakes, boomers were actually the most likely to agree that it's not okay to joke about anything people might find offensive. Wow, good for them. 38% of us think any topic is okay to joke about, but half of those people also say it depends on the spirit of the joke and whether or not it's actually funny. And again, I, I keep coming back to everybody thinks everybody's too sensitive and that no one can take a joke which is all fun and games until either you're the target or someone you care about is suddenly the butt of the joke, and now it's not so funny anymore. That's the truth. Now, now you somehow lost your sense of humor. What do you think? Do you think people can't, like, do you feel like sometimes, like, it's like doing this job, sometimes I feel like we get, I wouldn't say, like, I feel like we filter what we say a lot because ever there's a different vibe. Well, you know the the times where I filter what I'm saying, it's because I'm I don't I don't want to make a joke at someone's expense. Yes. The goal isn't to disparage someone. No. Um, but I think too, like comedians deal with this a lot. Like they always talk about like everyone's so offended now all the time. Right. Like the same joke that I used to tell people would laugh at, now they can't laugh yeah, it at it. Depends on what it is. Meanwhile, most pet owners would probably say they would do anything for their pet. And <laughs> I suppose that makes sense because pets are considered part of our family. And, you know, if there's anything they need, then, of course, let's do what we can, right? Mm -hmm. But is there a limit? Like, what if your pet needed your kidney? Yeah, I don't know if I would give my kidney to my pet. Definitely to my daughter, but our pet is still new, so maybe she hasn't fully grown on me like some other pet people. Yeah, it was interesting in the survey of pet owners, 58% of pet owners say they would donate a kidney to their pet if they could. Of course, that's a hypothetical because there aren't any human-to-pet kidney transplants. Can you even do that? Like, no. is that I was going to say, is that even an option? Uh, not, not at this time, but 86% of pet owners say... They worry about their pet's health as much as or more than their own. But costs are a major concern because nearly 30% say they would struggle to pay a vet bill of $500 or more. Yeah, cats can get kidney transplants from other cats, and it's possible for dogs, I suppose, uh, though the rates of success are low. The cost is enormous, like it's $20,000 to start. Dang. And the ethics are a little murky what? i mean you're spending a lot of money for an animal that's you know not gonna live outside of what for a cat 18 to 20 years oh my gosh that's incredible 20 grand for a dog maybe what 12 to 15 yeah maybe that's insane especially if you got a kid mm -hmm. i only got so many kidneys yeah but i think too some people see their pets as their kids jeff you know like their babies I'm sorry, Penelope. I already gave my kidney to... Uh, so, Piper, I yeah. don't have one for you now. Right. <laughs> uh, we got to take a quick break. 
Coming up, say goodbye to those common incandescent light bulbs and five words you do not want to use on your LinkedIn profile. As news that didn't make the news continues next. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm great. Good. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yes. Well, I'm excited you're excited. Are you one of those <laughs> I folks? I listen every morning, so I hope I do as well, playing along as I do now. We appreciate that. So obviously you enjoy the game. Uh, are you as consumed with when we play the game as Fritch is, or are you more flexible on that front? I'm honestly flexible, but I know what time to listen, so... Yeah. To try to get through. We do, yeah. we do tend to do it around this time after second data. So if we would have played at 845, you would have missed it. Oh, definitely. Oh, uh, that uh-huh. would have been a bummer. See, Jeff? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michelle. All right. Well, Michelle, it's your first time. Welcome. Uh, it's pretty Thanks. simple. I'm going to give you a letter of the alphabet here in just a moment as soon as I open up this envelope. And you will have 30 okay. seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Uh, one ground okay. rule is you can't use the same answer more than once, but I can tell you that the, the key to winning really is to pass as quickly as possible. So if you can't think of an answer right off the top of your head, just shout out pass and Fritz will go on to the next one and we'll come back to the one you skipped or the one you passed on uh, after we finish all 10. And you know, people have done that and won before, so it's a good strategy. We can always come back to rhythm. it. Yeah, find your rhythm, Michelle. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, uh, I've opened up your envelope, and it says here you have a great letter to start off with for your first time. You had the letter R. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, we got 30 seconds on the clock. Fritch, how are you feeling about your questions? You feel organized, a little more organized today? Yeah, I lost my place on Monday because I got distracted, so I felt bad for that about that for Mary. But Mary right. also was passing. I didn't really – I would have felt even worse about it, but – you know what? Sometimes you're human and mistakes happen. So I'm very focused for you, Michelle. I'm I'm looking right at your questions. All right. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? So I will not start uh, the timer until Fritch has finished asking the first question. All right. With the letter R, tell me a reason to quit your job. Pass. A game. Oh, my goodness. Um, pass. A breakfast food. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, pass. <laughs> Clothing item. Oh, oh, gosh. Ribbons. A bad habit. Oh, gosh. Pass. A nickname. Oh, rabbit. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was struggling along with her. I was having a tough time with a breakfast Coming food. A, a breakfast food yeah. with the letter R. Yeah. Is there a cereal? Ribeye. I'm having ribeye for you breakfast. You could have ribeye for breakfast. Steak and <laughs> yeah. eggs. Yeah, it took me a minute to get to that. I thought yeah, ribbons a, was clever. A game? I was thinking rummy. Like oh, rummy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of like a board game. Oh, Risk would have been good. Rook yeah. is a yes, card that's... game. I thought of a lot of those. Right. Yeah, a breakfast food. I know you. What did you say? Or ribeye. You passed on I went with. Yeah, ribeye. yeah, she passed on it. But. Yeah, raisins. Yeah, I passed. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking um, radish, but I'm like, that's not breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Typically, R is easier. I know. Maybe the question. Well, the question's got to go with it as well. So <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> well, Sorry that was about that. Lovely talking yeah, to no you. No worries. Well, thank you. You guys have a great day. Yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. Hopefully, this is uh, not your last time. We'll it talk won't to you be. again. Get through Michelle again.
Yes, I will definitely try. All right, Michelle, take it easy. Thanks, guys. It is 829. With nine runs, the Reds still lost last night. (laughs) Fritch has your sports. Jeff. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.